Welcome to the Mad Trio Podcast. This week we have the California Pariah, Jonathan Charney, James, the Fat Man Stevens, and Rob, the old guy. You're listening to the Rob Charney Show. Yeah, I'm here. And, and welcome to our technological nightmare as I try to get this uh, Windows 11 POS to actually work for me. Hey, hey, it works. I, I should have never updated this computer because holy shit, this computer's been glitchy since I... Uh, I, I, I updated it because you bought it i don't know (laughs) because we have the same brand so that's not i know i know i can't i can't diss the brands um and since they're not sponsoring us i'm not going to give them a plug so long time abba guitarist oops hold on we're going to start out bringing out the dead i'm so frazzled i forgot the the gimmick um long (laughs) restart um bringing out the dead just memorializing loving showing a little love to the people who've passed and we just Think you should know about it. Longtime ABBA guitarist Lass, Lassie, L A S S E Wellander, dies of cancer. Uh, Mash Nurse Abel dies at 84 years old. Judy Farrell. And a man who I watched as a child, uh, Bob Butch Miller of the Bushwhackers, uh, WWE fame, passed away. Um, also, if you got to see them beforehand, the before their WWE run, they were named as the the Sheep Herders, I guess. Uh, legendary tag team wrestling. I'm kind of sad to hear he passed away. He was always a favorite. A favorite. And to bring this back up, if my computer decides not to really screw with me, we talked about this last episode. Afro Man tops police taunts police who sued him. Don't fuck with me, or I'll rap about you. And this is by Jezebel.com. I thought they were a big, bad, tough cops and come to find out my raps hurt their feelings and humiliated them, said the artist told Vice last week with a smile. And this is from April 3rd. Uh, if you're not unfamiliar with this, apparently they uh, they raided his compound, gotten a bunch of videos. He put their, their images in a rap video and all three, three or four cops sued him because uh, they used his their footage to humiliate him. Uh, and They're public servants, it's I right. I still haven't found out the answer if the cops break into your house legally or un, or not legally. Do you have the right to do whatever your footage? Because there's no right to privacy once you enter somebody's property. And I, I, I I'm kind of curious I, on that. I think it's his. I think it's his property. I, and I'm talking about the videos. No, the uh, videos are his property. Yeah, and unless. Unless they, they get the the, uh, the video via a search warrant, then I'm not quite sure how that handles. But since they didn't get it, and I don't know how you miss security cameras as cops. They're, unless they're like secretly hidden and really camouflaged, they're a little obvious. Yeah, I, I think it's just the, you know, it's not like he's got nanny cams, I'm sure. But. <laughs> In an interview with Vlad TV in January, Afro Man admitted that the raid had been a boon to his creativity. When they kicked down the door, they gave me, they gave me, they made me relevant again. Interesting material, he said. In, in an older Vice interview, also from January, he described the pro-social motivation for turning the raid into art. From what I understand, these sheriff's officers in this county have been doing people dirty for a very long time and getting away with it. But nobody has publicity or the eyeballs that I can put on them like me. So... What county? Which county is he in? Um, I do not remember, and it doesn't. Ah, here we go. So Adams County Sheriff's Office. I don't see the state though. Hmm. I just, I just think this whole thing is funny. Um. It was just like when the New York Police Department defended their ten-pound trigger pull. It's just funny uh yeah safety first um there is something united states that we need to look out for is the tic-tac ban bill according to ours technic tic-tac ban bill is so tic-tac i said tic-tac it's not my fault you can't hear you said tic-tac no i said tic-tac you did say tic-tac nah (laughs) you did john tic-tac okay go ahead tic-tac ban bill is so broad it could apply to nearly any type of tech product 
Um, by well, the way, home of the brave and the free. We may have brave people. We uh, don't have no, free they people. They just want control everything. What a great way of sliming that right in. Let's go ahead and ban, say we're going to ban TikTok, but let's <clears> make sure that we can ban anything we want. And that's what they're going to do. By the way, I yeah, actually... That sounds like China. China actually, uh, yeah. somebody actually said China's, uh, we're just upset because China came out, uh, is a part of owner of a, uh, a social media company. And like, that's a little too on the nose. So the leading TikTok banned candidate is the Restrict Act or the restricting the, uh, restricting the emergency, emergence of security threats. Uh, that risk information communication technology act by the way i'm surprised they didn't throw the fucking children anytime they ban something it's always the kids the kids even if kids don't even know what the fucking product is um, i'm sure it's in there i'm sure there's something about children in there let's see so and the eff says the ban could actually criminalize some vpn use oh great um, a lot of these bands, they've been trying to do this for years where they actually try to get civilians not to be able to use cryptography because they can actually. Oh, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. That and VPNs and, all, you know, heaven forbid we have privacy in this country. Um, the bill authorizes the Department of Commerce to impose, ooh, scary, to impose mitigation measures without any restrictions on what those measures might be. Couple that with a vague enforcement provisions that grant powers to broadly punish any person who evades these undefined mitigation measures, and the result is a law that can be read as criminalizing common practices like using VPN to get a prohibited app, sideload installations, or using an app that will lawfully downloaded somewhere else. Um, by this the way, the VPN is probably downloading unlawful apps. Uh, by the way, this isn't a Republican and Democrat thing. This is an American thing. No, so no, if if, if no, you're up there no. saying is that what, I, that's what they're saying, right? That, that's the whole idea yeah, behind it. You use a VPN, you're doing something illegal. Well, because you're using it on tour to, to do the dark web thingy. Well, there, there's a lot of people. If you follow us a little bit, are saying, "Oh, the Republicans want to do this," and the, the, the some talking heads say, "Oh, the Democrats want to do this." This is. This is this is American thing. This is a freedom thing. We should be allowed to do whatever we want. I, I get if you're having government phone, you shouldn't have TikTok. I'm for the fact if you have a government phone, you shouldn't have any social media. Matter of fact, the only thing you should have is text and a secure email, and a phone, of course. Um. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I don't know. I think the government just needs to back the fuck off. This this, but uh, that's not that's never going to happen. We've already given them too much, for, you know, too much of our rights. They're not going to give it, any of that back. Once you give it to them, it's you're done and over with. This 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 goes kind of in a bit of a rant that's been pissed stuff that's been pissing me off lately. Is I've always believed growing up that as Americans, you sign a social compact. Uh, a social compact is basically, it's something that we as a society, non-legally, we agree with. You know, mom pie, apple you know, apple pie, freedom, blah, blah, blah. That's a social compact. And, and I always thought as an American, I agreed with do whatever you want as long as you're not hurting children, uh, children, animals, or other people. Do whatever the fuck you want. I may not like it, but I'll support your right to do it. But it seems like today that everybody is an over uh, up in arms about what other fucking people do with themselves or their lives. I just, I just don't get it. I, I'm confused why people care who you date, who you talk to, what's between your legs, what car you drive. And it, it's weird because both sides politically are bashing each other the heads with with shit that just doesn't matter. Instead, we have China, Russia. We have a massive governmental leak of DOD documents. I just, I don't know. I don't get modern society, why people care what the fuck other people do so much. Nothing I think um, the more people you pack into an area, let's look way back when. You look at cities before, you know, we ended up you know, with our population boom. Most of that was going on in the cities. You move out to the country, you know, your neighbor was like, you know, miles away and you didn't really see them. They could do whatever the hell they want. They could bury the bodies and you wouldn't even know. 
um, they they could have sex with their cousin, their uncle, whatever. You wouldn't know, you, and you wouldn't really wouldn't care unless you know gossip. Yeah. <laughs> and how do you get gossip? You live close to people. You get cities closer people. They gossip. They they force their opinions on you, and it formulates your own. It changes your formulation of your own opinion. So I think that's really what it is. We have too many damn people. <laughs> too many damn people too close together. I just and people when they get together like that, they stop minding their own business and stick their nose in other people's business. I'm I'm just confused about all of this, and and I get with some of it, like say the trans thing with the latest fucking thing with um the beer company that I don't remember the name of. I just Budweiser. Yeah, I just don't care why people care. I mean, a I don't like beer, and Budweiser tastes like piss anyways. So much for that sponsorship. Um, <laughs> I, I want I want like Pabst Blue Ribbon. That's who I want to sponsor me. A quality beer. Um, I just I don't know. I don't get why people care so much. <laughs> yeah. Um, it just confuses yeah, me. I don't care. I mean, I see this stupid can. I'm like, I don't I don't care. And why are people even giving a shit? Drink your damn beer or don't drink your damn beer. Who By cares? the way, you know the first the first thing I saw when I, I saw the ad and whatnot. I'm like, hey, good for her. She gets a pay, a payday. Fuck. That's all I want. That's why I work. That's that. That's why I work. That's why I do the podcast. It's like, good for you. Make a little money. Be happy. I don't know. And all of it without respect. Like everybody now has like little respect, and it's something we've been talking a lot on the internet, but uh, on the show. But god damn, people are fucking cranky and mean these days. Yeah. It uh, it was <clears throat> it was all the pandemic's fault. <laughs> <laughs> you know that didn't ha- that didn't help anything. I sure didn't. Um, so, have you guys heard of the Chernobyl show on HBO? Termo- Chernobyl show. Uh, yeah, there's a, there's radioactive little, footage. It's uh, so there's a couple different ones. There's one that's a straight documentary on HBO, and then there's one that's a dramatized series of what happened at Chernobyl and how the events took their course and how they unfolded, how Russia handled it. And it's strictly from the Russian side. And I watched it and it painted everything that happened in a very interesting light. I highly doubt that Russia put any you know, I, I highly doubt Russia put their stamp of approval on it because it seems like a lot of the behind the scenes things that happened were leaked out. And according to scientists, he's the one that put everything in writing and in uh, audio tapes to tell what actually happened, not the Russian propaganda side. And that's what got out to the scientific community in Russia and what this whole thing is based on. Okay. It's really interesting. Interesting show. Uh, if you have some time to watch it, it is worth a watch. They got some really good name actors in it. But so I watched it and then I come across this article about that the dogs of Chernobyl are experiencing rapid evolution yeah i i read the article yep now the stupid thing about the article is it doesn't really go into full detail what that is they just kind of say that they're seeing that they're basically evolving quickly so it's at the uh it's at the i'm sorry guys for doing that it's at the uh, dna level yeah they have been comparing comparing it uh, doing studies at the DNA level, they're seeing evolution as far as some changes in the structures yeah. of DNA. So, that's so, so you're saying the, all those 1950 horror movies could be true, or we're going to see a 30 foot dog attack uh, Russia? Well, well if it takes you know 200 years, maybe. Yeah, I was I was trying to see what was going on with it, and the interesting thing about finding this out. So, in that. Chernobyl series and they actually go into the fact that they got troops 
to go through the surrounding areas around Chernobyl that would be affected by the radiation. They hired troops to go out there, gave them, I think it was like an extra 400, uh, I don't know why I'm drawing a break, rubles? Rubles. Uh, yeah, I think that's their currency. Mm. 400 a year, an extra 400 a year to go into these areas and kill every single animal they could find. So these dogs aren't necessarily the ones that were initially there. They just kind of migrated in the area and got affected by the radiation bred. And there might be some that, you know, the soldiers missed. I'm sure there are, but yeah, they, they went in and, and killed all the animals that they could find. Well, that actually makes sense because it's not the ones that initially got hit with the radiation. It's once the radiation settled, they came in and ate everything. Because yeah. I know, I know they, they found out there's, they found mushrooms in the, in the dome or wherever in Chernobyl that actually eats the, the, the radiation. radiation. I do know the yeah. elephant foot, they say, which is like the leading, which is where the major part of the, they call it the major part of the, the radiation is, is, is still massively radioactive. Like they have robots that go in there and they melt instantaneously. Oh, it's it's going to be radioactive for like another thousand years. Um, so, Rob, did you, did the article that you read actually say what, they just say DNA for me. It just says like it's a uh, um, the they analyzed the DNA of 302 feral dogs living near the power plant compared to those living over 10 miles away and found remarkable differences. Right. They did not go into <clears throat> so the apparently details of what it is. Yeah, apparently, and they not that I remember reading in this article. I read it a little while ago, but uh, it. it, it something to do in the, the actual structure the dna structure itself that okay. they expect to see the change after 200 300 years that kind of thing in which they're seeing okay. it accelerated now and it, it had something to do with that I oh, okay. so instead of monkeys we're gonna have uh dogs yeah i mean there's probably cats rats yeah you know, rats other, oh my god animals out there that they're gonna find that evolved at a interesting rate there's going to be laser-eyed squirrels coming out of there hey so i i think i saw this anime once <clears throat> yeah <it was> probably, <laughs> you probably did <laughs> a three-eyed fish um so on that same theme so china is doing some interesting experiments with tardigrades yeah. they are taking tardigrades and they're splicing them with human embryonic stem cells. Oh, this never goes well. Testing it with X-ray radiation to see how it handles it. They're trying to come up with some type of ability to put into their soldiers to have them, <laughs> you know, hold up against radiation better. <laughs> this sounds like a great idea, right? <laughs> Nothing could go wrong well, with how, that. How come every time you guys talk about science, it seems like something I saw in a 1970s, 1980s <laughs> post-apocalyptic right? movie? I went over this like last time. It's like yeah. all those sci-fi movies from the 50s and 60s and even into the 80s and 90s, all those crazy sci-fi ones, all those people that were watching those, are all grown adults that got into science and they're like, can we make this work? And they're trying. This 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 better not end up in some famous actor running around in a red loincloth shooting people. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it's going to. I just it's all this stuff is horrible. It's just like, you know, how you hear um they're still looking into the the Wuhan lab leak theory and the more they talk about the lab, it's just like nobody shut them down? It's like this is like it's just all horrible. Well, I mean, you gotta leave China to come up with something like this because I mean nobody's gonna uh fund that, you know openly in the US. I mean, <clears throat> I'm not saying that there's no scientist in the US that's you know in a Unabomber bunker somewhere <laughs> trying this crap, you know? Yeah. So, but, you know, they're probably out there. I'm sure there are. So I'm, I'm going to add to the post-apocalyptic movie thing. <laughs> uh, you've, you've all heard of Typhoid Mary, right? Well, apparently, yeah. 
There is a uh, tuberculosis woman. She has TB in Tacoma, Washington. And the woman has, let's see, a Tacoma, Washington woman who has refused court-ordered tubular TB therapy treatment for over a year is evading arrest and has reportedly taken public transportation to go to a casino while on the lam. The Tacoma... I'm naming her TB Susie. Uh, you know, it does not say. It just says the woman. By the way, if she's this big of a health risk, release her name. Give me her address. <laughs> I mean, by the way, the consumption oh, is TV fucking. Tessie. Yeah, <laughs> Tessie. the, the consumption is deadly. I don't understand why people why they're being so polite about it. Well, I mean, the, if you look at typho- typhoid Mary and. If you look at her story, it's pretty crazy because, I mean... It, it is, is pretty crazy. Tried. True. They really tried to do that with her. I mean, and the, the crazy thing about her is she did not believe in hand washing nope. at all. None. She would literally go take a crap, change her her uh, her monthly nighty. And then go make dinner <laughs> without washing her hands. She, I, I don't think she actually believed in water. She's really and, special, wasn't she? Yeah. And I mean, now, granted that even doctors at this time had just learned about hand washing before they performed surgery. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Look it up. It, it, it's kind of like, huh? Yeah, yeah there were no, true. doctors, surgeons, doctors that would perform surgery that weren't convinced that hand washing prevented infections. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. But anyway, so I mean, that was the time period that it was. But I mean, it's it's pretty gross if you really look into it. And well, she I mean, she, I she was. There are a couple of things about her that, if, you, if you've read the story a little bit more on, also, she didn't really care about anybody else either. However, oh, yeah. at the same time we banned her from cooking and housekeeping, that was what she was doing to make a living to feed herself. We didn't give her anything no. to help her live. So the woman was yeah. saying, hey, look, I still have to live, <laughs> but maybe she yeah. could have found something different like sewing. Well, I mean, you know, but listen to the people that were saying, "Go wash your hands." Well, because yeah. well, so take a shower. Tubular sclerosis is, and I know I didn't say it right, is potentially life-threatening bacterial infection caused by. Let's see if we can get this to work. Mycobacterium tuberculosis. Uh, it spreads well, through. That's it, what you can do that? Can you good, do that on people's good, names? Good job. Mycobacterium John. I don't know tuberculosis. How, I don't know how you changed your voice. But good job. <laughs> Do you believe in magic? It spreads through the air when an infected person coughs, sneezes, spits, or launches bacterial cells around them. Risk of transmission is high during prolonged contact with an infected person, but inhaling just a few bacterial cells is enough to cause infection. By the way, it's just like mono. Somebody can cough 30 feet from you and you can still get it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I just... By the way, I don't get who's the person that says, oh, I got TB. I'll be safe. <laughs> Does, am, am I the only history buff here that understands the stupidity of this statement? Well, it's, it's not even that. It, I think it's, you know, it could be that whole carryover from COVID that she feels like that. She's like, OK, this is not as big of a deal. It, it, you know, it's not. We all sir, most of us. Quite a few of us survived COVID. <laughs> I did finally. Um, and that's probably where she's at. Is like, okay, <laughs> you know, they're just over exaggerating when it's something that was like running rampant, like the Black Plague, and she doesn't know a concept of history. Did they even give her age? Like, how old is this person? It did not say. Like, literally, this article in Ars Technica. They did not say anything. They just say it. Uh, this woman. This. It's like I. I don't understand. Oh. Yeah. I think. Let's see. Nope. Did not. I thought it did. 
It just says, but in the days following the casino trip, the woman did not appear to be home. The surveillance officer reported, meanwhile, the woman's relatives have been unresponsive to authority attempts to contact the woman, and her court-appointed monitor said she has not been able to meet her. Which, which, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, if I'm not mistaken, the laws that are in place in the United States, her and her family can go to jail for a considerable amount of time for doing this, depending on how they view this, up until including an act of terrorism. And no, I'm not kidding. Um, yeah, I'm looking to see. I just found just found it. Uh, so I think we just need to stay out of Pierce County. That's Washington State, if you people are anywhere around there. Um, Run. Hide. No. Oh, wow. This is the third case in 20 years where the health department has sought a court order to detain somebody who is potentially contagious and refusing to seek treatment of tuberculosis. tuberculosis. So, yeah, they're they're saying that this is not highly uncommon that this has happened. Isn't isn't it more worrisome because not as as many people are getting getting, treatment TB vaccinations. Well, hold on. This, this is the interesting thing. The Tacoma yeah. Pierce County Health Department sees about 20 cases of active tuberculosis a year. What? Wow. That's in this article. <laughs> so I think I'll need to just stay the hell out of Pierce, Tacoma Pierce County. <laughs> it's that in the water. That's like a good area. It's the water. It's all the water there. Well, I don't know. I stay out of Flint, Michigan and Tacoma... Uh, Pierce, Tacoma, Washington area. Hmm. So I'm trying to figure uh, out. So treatment. If you've had a latent TB infection, your healthcare provider may begin drug treatments. This is especially true for people with HIV. Um, let's see, taking all drugs. Most common TB. I, uh, if you have latent TB, you may need to take one or two types of drugs. Active TB deserves, uh, requires for taking several drugs. Common medications are ice. Uh, ice. A bunch of drugs I can't pronounce. Uh, so there are. I am curious though. I, I wonder if they're um, all antibiotics, because I know they're starting to run into strains of this stuff that are um, that can't uh, can't. You know that uh, what well, they just ran in a case of. This is a great show. Me, me my memory of um, that disease that yeah. paralyzes people. Polio. They're running into uh, to anti uh, polio virus that's not affected by antibiotics in Africa. Well, and why always in Africa? I don't know. Uh, well, there's there's new strains of Ebola that's always popping up in Africa all the time. Well, you think that would happen here where we vaccinate ourselves more often. Like, I just actually got my TB vaccine not that long ago. Oh. And the great thing is that I found that my, I won't go into which insurance I have, but they decided that they weren't going to pay for that one. So I have to go and get that. I, I have to pay for that one myself. But What? what? Yeah, that that's our that's our lovely government that decided not to do that. I won't say which one, but our lovely government decided that a TB vaccine is not important enough to pay for or even assist in paying for. Mm, okay, you know you for not only the vaccine, but also the administrative cost of the vaccine. So I had to pay for them giving it to me too. <laughs> you you just brought up an interesting question that I I didn't think of. I am wondering how many of the people who have had TB at least in the United States is this if it's a matter of social economic like it can't it cannot necessarily be a cheap shot to get. Got it. I I I believe it used to be one of those things that was just required and you got it and I, um you now, know, I'm trying to think. I think for me, with the cost of them giving it to me, was around uh, just over $200. <clears throat> wow. Oh, my God. That's a lot of money. Yeah. So, a lot of people that wouldn't spend that. So I can understand it being well, a problem. I didn't, I didn't know that it wasn't going to be covered when I got it. Right. Right. And then it's too late at that point. <laughs> that I look at it as. It's not a bad one to get. <laughs> how 
how often do you have to get it? Because I'm almost positive I got it when I was a Ute, but I don't know. I think it's a five or ten year shot. I'll have to look that up, but I think it's like something like that. I think it's, I think, um, uh, I think it's a five year. It might be a ten year. Oh, wow. I wonder what the chances of actually getting TB are. Because uh, according to this, tuberculosis is one of the top infectious disease killers in the world, causing 1.6 million deaths in 2021, according to the WHO. In the U.S., there were 7,882 TB cases in 2021 and 600 TB-related deaths in 2020. Well, out of 300 million, it's a pretty low number. Statistically, it's, it's almost nothing. Yeah. Okay. So depending on the one you get, John, um, is five to 15 years. Wow. So most of them are 15 years. But yeah. So, anyways, so I should be good for a while. Yeah. But yeah. So it's, you know, and it's mostly they give it to you if you travel, but um, it's one of those that I, I, don't, <clears throat> I prefer to not get that <laughs> yeah, yeah i would prefer not to as well so not pleasant well do you know no. what you should get no. and it's not in, well it's it is infectious but because you'll love it you need it our sponsor today's show is brought to you by audacity the unforgettable party game for mischievous people the game where dignity is overrated Make sure you go to O-D-D-A-S-S-I-T-Y.com or selected stores. Make sure you use MADTRIO, all caps, all one word, for 10% off your final order. Make sure you tell Miss Adassi herself that the MADTRIO sent you. Do you want to keep up to date with the maddest of the mad at the MADTRIO podcast? Make sure you go to themadtrio.com or check out our social media feeds on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And so I've got a question for you guys. All right. So <laughs> when you're, let's say you're an actor or you're known for a role, at which point should you consider retiring? When they stop paying you. Okay. Um, John, I'm curious what you think before I mention what, what uh what brought this up i would say up until the point you f you feel that you cannot do whatever role that is or so you can't say it's a, it's a high action role i think the point where you feel that you feel you cannot do it or it cannot be worked around your limitations let me let me ask it this way would either one of you want to see an 80-year-old James Bond? Why not? Look how crafty. It depends on how you do it, to be you honest. Is this a retired? You have to rely on physical activity. You would just think about it. Well, 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 hold okay, on. Let's say that hey, that's coming from an old guy. Okay, oh, James? Okay, I, okay. <laughs> I couldn't okay, say so that. The reason why I mention this uh, is, is Harrison Ford... 79 years old, going to be 80 this year, is doing another Indiana Jones. Yeah, okay, well. See, that's that's different to me because I, I mean, you know, I could see like a James Bond who's 80. He's retired. And I, I think you could come up with a decent story that revolves around an old spy. And and, and an ox, an eighty year old Indiana Jones. That's not the character. I don't know how you would do it and make it re realistic. But of course, now, the last one had a nuclear fridge. Uh, so the reason why I bring this up, and I could see so Raiders, not Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, uh, Crystal Skull. No, no, no. The, the Last Crusade. He had his dad played by Sean Connery, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Now, his dad was an old, played as an old, um, played by Sean Connery as an old archaeologist, kind of, kind of like Indy. 
if he plays something like that, I could see it. I could see it working better than him out there with his bullwhip running from, you know, big boulders and death traps. Well, that's why they introduced Shia LaBeouf's character, but it just never worked out. Well, he... Because the movie sucked. There's another young actor uh, with the top billing with him. I'd have to look it up to give you the actual name of him. But, yeah, I kind of look at it... My my joke is... uh, it's Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, and my joke is it's Indiana Jones and the Walker is my destiny. Yeah, the, the, um, the geriatric crusade. My, my problem is the fact that I don't think you could do Indiana Jones in a more modern story device because taking place in the time it did was, was perfect. I, I just that I don't think so, the magic works. So he's with uh, Boyd Holbrook, and... I've seen him in a few different things. He's not a bad actor, but they don't really, you know, I haven't seen the trailers for him. I watched the trailers to see if he's supposed to be who he's supposed to be. But I mean, you got, you got Mads Mikkelsen, Antonio Banderas, you know, you got a lot of really top build actors in there with him. But I'm just, I look at it and then I think of the, yeah, I think of what John brings up is the crystal skull. And I'm like, yeah. That went over as a friend of mine used to say, like a turd in the pumpkin. Yeah, I, you know. And I don't. I see. I don't even think you could do his father, the the father type role, because I, I a I think it's been done. It's it it would be hacky at this point. I don't know how you would do it. Like the old spy, the James Bond, totally makes sense. This one, yeah. I, I there's no way that I can think of that it's going to be remotely good. And, and I swear that, you know, the, the Indiana Jones name, whoever, whichever studio owns those rights right now. I'm Disney. Sony. Disney. It Dis- oh, it's, it's a Disney Disney product. Um, they're just using Harrison Ford as a name brand. <laughs> they have promised this is the last one, but they, but the question is, what do they mean? Last live action? Uh, I don't know. I, I'm just, you know, I, I, I watched uh, 1923. Harrison Ford is in that. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he's still a great actor. He still plays the tough guy really well, but, I mean, in 1923, he plays a he plays an old tough guy that's on his way out. I, I'm thinking he's going to play the same role in this. I just, you know, I mean, there's only so much you can do. I, I appreciate the guy. I mean, I love all the roles that he's done. I mean, I'm sure I could find one or two that is out there that I'm not. Well, I mean, if we want to talk about the star Wars Christmas special, that's a whole other ball game. So question. But I'm thinking about this and I don't think this would work, but instead of being an action movie, which is all indie movies have been action movie. If they play this more as a, a drama with action, maybe they could do it depending on the devices. They told the story. If they're using Indiana Jones doing the same basic shtick, it's going to be ridiculous, but if they figure out how to use the drama aspect of it, I think they could pull it off. But from the bits and pieces I've seen, I'm not convinced. This one being the longest Indiana Jones movie yet. So we're looking at something that's two and a half to three hours. Okay. So, prepare here's for my d- idea. I think what they ought to do is uh, kind of like a Char- Charlie's Angel thing. So this could be these <sighs> Indies Angels, and you oh, never God. actually see them. You just hear them, and it'll all be good. In between his tapioca breaks. And let's see. I'm, I'm trying to see what the runtimes are. <laughs> like, I got a pop. I'm getting snarky here. So. <laughs> yeah, so most uh, of the Indiana Jones movies are over two hours. So we're looking at this one being probably two and a half hours hey you know you're looking at an 80 year old or almost 80 year old that still flies an airplane but but don't get me wrong i I, i'm not i'm I'm not crapping you know i'm not crapping on him i'm more crapping on the fact this is the guy in the last crusade who was punching nazis on a back back of a tank and and taking massive abuses i just don't see how they're going to have that character and be realistic i mean that's why they had the 
Shia LaBeouf or LaBeouf is to to supposedly be able to handle some of that. And that movie was just awful. You know, and, and didn't they kind of pull that one off as Indiana Jones is retired and comes out of retirement? Yeah. I mean, are they sneaking him out of the nursing home? At this point, shouldn't he be dead by the massive amount of radiation he took in the first in the the fourth one? Sure. <coughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Well, he might have preserved him. <laughs> and I'm yeah, it, probably I, changed his DNA. And he's fine <laughs> yeah. now. See, his DNA's changed. He's more evolved. He's going to live longer. So if if they That's what it is. So I, I guess an additional question: If they took instead of being an old Indiana Jones, if they did another young indiana jones type of thing with a different actor do you think people would accept that no because they they did it back in the day back when when we were children and kids and i thought it was a great series but because i i just want something no. different maybe they'll just use, use ai on him and that's probably what they're gonna do they so i don't see how i mean they were gonna run that with the uh, river phoenix but he passed away that's true so, so i don't i don't see them going that route um I, I don't i don't know i don't know what they're gonna do i just i just look at him like uh, i i like you harrison ford but you got you should say no i mean how much money did they offer him and how much money does he think he can spend and what time he has left? So, I, I, this reminds me of something that is it Robert Zemeckis, the guy I think who owns the rights to Back to the Future, and I could be wrong on that. Um, the guy who owns the rights basically said, as long as he's alive, there will never be another Back to the Future movie. And he, he's, and he basically said, I'm trying to see if I can make that permanent. And I, I've heard multiple people tell things about how bookending a series is good and i don't understand why they couldn't left alone with as a trilogy even with aliens was a great had a great mid beginning middle and end i, I don't understand why they need to do another one and the other thing is why can't they make an indiana jones movie in the same universe but just a different character be more creative instead of bringing in an 80 year old uh uh yeah, I, I just, I, I was looking to see how many kids he has. He has one kid. I'm like, are, are you doing it so that person, so your kid never has to work again? I think that's already happened. I, I just don't know the exorbitant amount of money that he, that he took for this. Like, what's the point? Probably because he could. It's the you know it, he he's he's obviously rounding uh, winding down his career. It's probably like maybe he wanted to put the the final, you know maybe the last the last one was so bad he wanted to put a, a a bookend onto it and hopefully he thought this one was good. I mean, it used to be that you know Temple of Doom was the one you don't really talk about. Now it's Crystal Skull. Maybe so. that's it. You know, some people have a hard time letting go, plain and simple. And then some people don't. You know, you know, they they're, they're manac. Plenty of actors that have gone along. They've gone to their career at a certain point. They felt they've made enough money and and whatever else it may be. And hey, no problem. I can let go and move along. <clears throat> then there's some, maybe like Harrison uh, Ford, that it simply can't let go. Maybe it's still a drive in him maybe it's ego maybe it's money maybe there could be a number of different reasons why he felt it's necessary to sign up again and i really thought i, I mean you'd have to go back and read it but i really thought the last movie he came out and said that's it i'm done final never going to do another one don't ask and so it's a little like well maybe it was like ghostbusters 3 maybe it was such a good script and such a good idea that he's just like Ah, I can't say no to this. Well, I certainly hope it it, it may be that. <laughs> I hope. This is all the other options, but I, I, I still at this point is... So at some point... Part, let the younger people coming up take over. So the question is, is writing an issue or are we just not 
getting writers anymore that is creative enough to keep writing new stories. I mean, why do we keep regurgitating, you know, variations on a theme of the same kind of movies? At some point, come on, people, let's get some new stuff going. I mean, I personally feel that Indiana Jones has run its course. And I, I think it has to. Maybe. I, I think it's time to move on you know you, you bring up an interesting point and i've said this a bunch of times maybe it's because hollywood at this point wants guarantees like since there's no hollywood video and movies uh, movie video stores don't exist there's no guarantee of income so now they don't want to risk anything and now every movie has to cost like 500 million dollars that maybe they want to guarantee so they're not going to do a movie um like uh you know like a 90 million dollar movie because they're gonna you know I, it's the only thing i could think of because every movie now well, is you, just ridiculous what you, what you bring up is a very good point i think a lot of these studios are risk adverse and they you know they're kind of going hey you know we just can't risk this kind of money we can't step out on a ledge and try some new stuff which you know if you look at it virtually every movie that's out that's been famous <laughs> risk at some point right and all of a sudden now these, these studios are saying, hey, you know, we don't want to do that. We don't want to risk the money. It's got to be a sure thing. Uh, you know, they're, I don't know. I, I but to, to be- tell you what, to a certain degree, it seems like an awful lot of things are getting just flat ass boring. But but then again, yeah, now I'm, I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go. Yeah. So tomorrow I'm going to go see the, the latest John Wick. Okay. Because I like John Wick, and I like that whole thing. So the question is now, and, and this is going to be the longest John Wick ever, uh, is this movie as good as all the others? From the trailers, it looks like it, but we'll see. I'll let you know. I my, yeah. the, the, the thing with Indiana Jones is I want to see it in theater, but because I'm expecting a trauma movie. I, le legitimately, because the, the the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was so close to a Troma movie, they could have put Troma Presents and everybody would have bought it. It was so awful. Yeah. Um, like, I just, I, I, I don't see this one being good at all. I, I see it being kind of like I was saying, is, you know, the 80-year-old Harrison Ford trying to play Indiana Jones with backup characters because i mean i don't i don't see anybody i mean i can see mads mickelson being a good bad guy maybe antonio banderas is also playing a bad guy though they'll, they'll be good bad guys but i mean as far as indiana's cohort no everyone's <laughs> going to be expecting her to play indiana huh? i not did be somebody that's going to come along and match him God, there was a movie, um, I don't remember what it was, it was about an elderly Sherlock Holmes, I, and I think it was oh. starring the guy who, who um, uh, from the uh, Lord of the Rings, and it was an amazing movie, but because they framed it right, I, I, I'm still hoping they frame this right, I just don't see it. I don't see it either. I see it being a crappy movie. Uh, yeah. But but the old guy it does also makes me think of like I have a bunch of movies from the fifties and sixties. It's about forties, fifties, and sixties are probably my favorite time period besides the eighties. Maybe it's time to start rebooting movies that nobody has ever heard of unless you're a movie geek. Like let's do another Grey Lady Down, which is a movie I just purchased. Like I can't wait to see, which is a movie from the seventies. That's, uh, they, or I don't. I think they just need originality, but I think that's asking a lot from a uh, Hollywood these days. Well, you know, the, the sad part is how many great scripts have been written out there that never go anyplace, that nobody's willing to give it a chance to. There may be all kinds of things already written, already out there, ideas already to go, and they don't get a chance. Yeah. And this is this is why I, I'm always going to do shout out to our friends over at Shunk Films. Support independent filmmakers, whatever the length, how little, how long. If you want to see original content, let's try to get these these people out there to in in eyes to 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 see yeah. because these movies nowadays are so awful. Like I don't I I don't remember the last movie I was actually in the theater in because all the trailers are awful. I don't like Marvel movies at this point. I refuse to see them. Well, I think the last one I went to go see in theater was the first, um, what's it called, uh, <clears throat> live-action Sonic, and that was because my son wanted to go. 
So that was the last movie I actually went and saw in theater. Yeah. The, there is a Dungeons and Dragons movie I want to see, mainly because every Dungeons and Dragon movie, Dungeons and Dragons movies I've seen have been bad, but they're entertaining. I want to see that, and I heard from a friend of mine it was good. So, as long as there's no Wayans brother in it, it should be okay. <laughs> oh, or the kid who played uh, Jimmy Olsen on a '90s Superman. You know, the yeah. thing that irritates me the most about going into the movies is seeing a bad movie for $15. Oh, yeah. Or $20 now that's a moment. That's what irritates me the most. It's like you pay that kind of money, and it's just like, uh, like you know, yeah. tomorrow Tomorrow for me, it's it's Senior Tuesday, so I get in for 5 bucks. Hey. Bucks. <laughs> so. I, that's that's I one of the reasons I think cinema is having problems uh with with uh, movie theaters closing down because everybody has this high this high high definition in their home they're competing the problem is the price is just ridiculous yeah, the, yeah the and, and they're they're not competing at at value for value no I mean, not you even see the same movie for you know twenty twenty dollars a ticket at movie theater or five you know four ninety nine they'll stream it right oh <laughs> whatever it may be if you want if you can't wait. And you've oh. got to see it right away. By the way, if there's anybody out there who actually owns a theater, if you want to get my money, at this point, show classic films. I want to see Casablanca in the theaters. I want to see, like, because that's the only time, really, you're going to get my big ass <laughs> into a movie you know, theater. It, it used to be the case where ind independent movie theaters would do that. They would play all kinds of, you know, yeah, old movies. Yeah, you know, they would find, yeah, they would find all kinds of things the, I mean, Rocky Picture Horror Show is still playing in many places 25 years later, 30 years later, I think now. I mean, you can still uh, attract people. You can still get you know, butts and seats and uh, it, you buy by doing certain things. So, I, I, you know, I know the big Regals and AMCs, uh, th th that world. Yeah, all right, that'll never happen. But the small local theaters, there's all kinds of opportunities. To do. I I did see the Ten Commandments in one of the local Regal theaters five, four or five years ago, and it was literally like a bucket list item for me. You can say you saw it. Yeah, but I, I I've seen it so much. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're wrapping up. If you have any opinions uh, of anything you said, please get a hold of us on our social media feeds. Uh, for the California Pride, for the fat man, the old guy, and the few hosts that aren't here today, as always, thank you for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.